You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, guys, here we go. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can't Who would have thought we would be here two and a half hours ago, three hours ago? I didn't even I think it. I was going to be here. I wasn't going to do this show. Then I wanted to do it because I was so mad. And right. Then- you screwed. Then, you played yourself, bro. I, pl- I played myself, <laughs> and then I, he threw the script out. What he's I was say. like, yeah, I was like, the, the, I was like, the people need me on a on a night like this. Right? In the second quarter, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do the South show tonight. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, Thirty-two point comeback. There you go. How wow. could you? How could you not? Wow. So, um, you know, we'll wait for people to kind of fill in here. I know yeah, it's NFL. Nuts. Everyone's talking to their friends. You know, this is one of those nights. Friday night. You watch this. this Friday night. This is a where were you when sort of game, you know, exactly. like, did you tune it out? Did you go back to watch? I think, you know, uh, uh, this was a, this was a, this was something, huh? <laughs> the classic. Yeah, this, this was, when, when, when Tatum goes into the Hall of Fame someday and they're putting together like his amazingly awesome games, this is going to go down as one of them. To yeah. lead your team from your hill, down your hill, 32 hill points. Yep. I mean, this and is this is one of the all time, not just one of the all time, well, all time great Tatum games. This is gonna, this is one of the all time great Celtics wins, no question about it. There, and that's the thing is, we're you're stuck in your own head here with uh, what the Celtics team is, and like what was, and I, I don't care who you are, us, you know, people who are less critical of the entire world. This was a f this effing team game you know i i've had it we almost honestly i feel we should do two shows tonight right we should do the first half show and spend the whole second half in in an apology cam frame apologize (laughs) apologizing to ourselves for saying or thinking what we were thinking about the first half for our thoughts for For our our texts impure, (laughs) impure thoughts our angry texts you know, our, but our, stuff, twi- our but they were based on facts. They were yeah. based on the facts that this team for the first half absolutely sucked ass. They which were horrible. Is, <laughs> which is always the case. But what Sherrod just said is exactly right. Because we're so up in our own mind about this team and how frustrating they've been, you have to take a step back and appreciate that 
as what he said is exactly right. This will go down in history as a game where Jason Tatum scored 60 points and the Celtics overcame a 32-point. These are historic things that happened tonight, and you've got to appreciate that because that's what that's what this is about. This was unbelievable. I'm glad and you put it, it that it, way, John, because 10, 20, 15 years from now, whatever the case may be, I want everyone to remember how we didn't really enjoy this that all that much because of right. what happened before. Yeah. Because of what we had to endure. We only got for, to enjoy one quarter in an overtime. Yo, for, for what is it, 62 games. The 62 games that we had to endure before this happened, we'll have to relay that information before we, under, you know, to tell the person that we're talking to why we didn't completely enjoy this, but we obviously started to enjoy it in that fourth quarter. Man. Jason Tatum, that, that superstar stuff right there. I mean, that's incredible. I've never seen a member of the Celtics score 60. So this is this is definitely a historic night for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the the – couple of the boomers in this room can can tell us all about that bird game, but I'll say this about the Tatum performance. Well, it wasn't just, a, yeah, Sherrod's in Detroit. Well, no, Sherrod, where did you grow yeah, up? But, but, yeah, just I grew up in, in <laughs> huh? Syracuse. Yeah. He was watching. He was watching. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but, but I mean, you Celtics fan or not, I mean, you know all about Larry Bird, you know. Yeah. I don't care. But he, the thing about Tatum pretty tonight, good. he was, you know, he was the <laughs> literally the only guy – scoring for them up until the final minute of the first quarter. Yeah, so I mean, 44 seconds left in the first quarter was the first time someone not named Jason Tatum got a bucket. It was yeah. unbelievable. I mean, and that was, yeah, I mean, that was like, the, it was the laughing stock. You know, the Celtics were about to be the laughing stock of the league the way it was going. It's unbelievable how it turned around. But Tatum, credit to him, he put the team on his back from start to finish tonight when literally nobody else could hit a damn shot. He was the only guy saying, nope. Uh, I'm not falling into this trap tonight. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna bring it. You guys better snap out of it because you know I'm, I'm not going down like this tonight. So See, I, I'm thinking it's not enough though. Like this is the damn San Antonio sure. Spurs, and this is the best I've seen them in quite some time. I mean, I'm thinking like these guys got they got bodies out there. Like Tatum can't take all. Oh, this I thought they were gonna lose for sure, own. but at least he was gonna you know do his you know he wasn't. But gonna with be that being reason. said, I was gonna you know segue into Aaron Neesmith, man. That's a hell of a performance. Listen, well, he did it I, one night. Two nights in a row for Aaron Neesmith standards under this pressure on that stage Friday night comeback game. He bummed the layup down the stretch, didn't let it didn't let it uh, affect his his mental state. And when he when he made the defensive stop, realized it was a dead ball, knew the Celtics had the ball again, and let out that scream and that flex. I felt every bit of that. I yeah. felt the criticism that we've been giving into him, me included. I felt you know. I mean, granted. It's still a small sample size, but for him to have the yeah. the, the mental capacity, the, the mental strength to, to to stick through this, because the Celtics needed him, Brad Stevens yeah. needed him. There was there's no other options for that for that spot for that position, and he and he stuck with it. So so I, I got to give props to him. No well, question, Jason Tatum, man, it's, it's yeah. a historic night. But and again, I, he, he couldn't he couldn't have done it alone though. He couldn't have done it alone. I want to give uh, Joe Sway. I'm with you, buddy. I want to give Neesmith all the props in the world because in addition to uh, and we were Sherrod and I talked about this off cam, you know, before we came on, you know, we and we all talked about it at the end of last game. Would Brad go back to it? And he did. And it was a big deal. And it's a major Jimmy. He's, he's, he's got to get some snacks. He's it's, good. A, it's a major one, a subplot to not just this game, but the, the tail, the end of the season. If Neesmith is something nobody expected him to be. But we still got to stick with Tatum for a little bit longer here because, again, you know, don't want to shortchange oh, it. Don't want to oh, shortchange it. It's – I mean, he's not – It Brown, wasn't no. just the scoring. This wasn't one of those games where Tatum's just unconscious and he shot. Getting 60 when you shoot, like, when you when you're like, 
make 11 out of 14 threes. It's a shorter path there. He didn't do that. These were man buckets, okay? Yes, Jimmy, I see you waving. I'm bringing you in. I'm bringing you in. We lost you for a minute. Are you good? Hey! He always sees it's me, Jimmy. I used to Guys, I used to pick, me. I pick me. He could see me. He could see me. Yeah. No. Josue, Josue was like. No, because <laughs> that time game. I was like. I know it was my fault. For a long time. Because my bad. I didn't mean to cut into your uh, your team you know, talk, John. No, you know, man, it was, he thinks it was a technical a, it was, issue. I was like, he's not going to go back to me now. He earned every freaking bit of those. But anyway, and go you ahead. You know what he did that was really low-key important that won't show up in a stat sheet? He did not bitch and moan when he didn't get calls every time. Yeah. He did a little no, bit of that, but not nearly as much as he usually yeah. does. And there were a right. couple of times where it was obvious he got hosed. You know that that like the end one at the very end, with they said it wasn't an end one. They said he got fouled. He should have been. He should have been an end one. Um, he was clearly in continuation mode. You know the one that would have that given was him the crazy. Yeah, that is crazy because yeah, that was sixty-one. He should have just went right up with it. He went down, and you know, maybe no, you, know, you know why? Though? But all why? of it, those fifteen of seventeen free throws. I mean, he went to the basket. He, him, he got man. to that, the line when nobody would do anything yep. that they were supposed to do. It was so right. weird because that's another thing I want to talk about. You know. We give Tatum crap for sometimes settling for the easy shot, setting the tone by doing his own thing. Not tonight. He was like, none of you are doing anything you're supposed to do, so I'm going to literally do all of it. And it wasn't just scoring. It was how he scored. It was, I'm going to the basket. I'm going to make these guys... You know, I'm 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 going to get it into the paint. I'm going to get to the free throw line. And that's what he did. You know, look at the I mean, the line is unreal. 15 to 17 free throws. Again, five threes is great. But our 60 point night, five threes is not a ton. I mean, he worked for it. Yeah, I mean, you look at guys who normally score like 50, 60 points. They're usually double digit three pointers. Yeah, made. right. Um, And Tatum, it wasn't like he was. And the thing about Tatum, most of the shots looked so damn easy and he makes a lot of nights but easy he it felt as if he could have scored another 15 20 points without cracking a sweat sure yeah i agree very I mean, very crafty of him pretty very crafty of him to miss the exactly. buzzer beater at the end of regulation so he to could get him get some 60. extra point <laughs> yeah because he was only at 50 the there yeah yeah i yeah. told you i told you now he has to get 60 he's going to do it because who else gonna score on that team yeah. i was saying but jimmy no, have um, jimmy have your Oh, go ahead, Josue. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, no, no. Josue, go ahead. It's my fault. Oh, I thought you said Jimmy. Okay. No, I was I was just gonna say it, it seemed like again to 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 Shiraz's point, right? It was like he wasn't complaining about calls. He wasn't even making that face he makes, which is obviously something we talked about here before, right? He makes those faces when someone someone else makes a turnover or someone else makes a bad pass. That's the kind of attitude that reflects the sort of leadership that Jimmy hates, right? The quote that Jimmy always likes to likes to use. And I just think that a lot of that was because he was he was in that zone where he couldn't even like hear anybody else. He was just so focused right. and dialed in, knew where he wanted to go. He was he was doing combos in the paint. He was determined to either get the layup or get to the free throw line. And that's a Jason Tatum that we should see more often, more on the reg. You know, like that the the, the spin move, the up fakes, the you know I'm gonna go in and keep going in, and if you don't give me the call, I'm gonna keep trying it again because you know what? No one on this team can really stop me on one on one. So especially in transition, like he wasn't even thinking twice. Those three pointers, they were either wide open, or it was the shot clock was 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 running down, or it was something that he had meticulous, you know, in 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 his mind. Like he was two steps ahead of what he was doing. And I think that's the kind of Tatum where you're like, okay, look out, he's gonna take over. And that's exactly what he did. And he took the mismatches when they came his way, and he didn't 
waste him. Uh, when he saw Perto drool, yep. immediately start coming down the chin because I'm about to get a bucket. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, and Jalen the same way, you know, late in the game. I mean, it, it was funny. Um, Jalen shot like crap, but you kind of felt that if he got an opportunity to deliver a late game dagger in overtime, he'd come through. Um, mm-hmm. But Tatum was yeah, but but Tatum was just so damn consistently elite. And you're not going to get 60 points from him every night. We know that. But the way Mom? that he was attacking, hell no, Jimmy, that's not happening. Stop. <laughs> Don't even do it. He's on Stop. fire right now. Don't forget. He's not he was 60 like... points a night on fire, Jimmy. This was a Don't great game. Don't forget when he was playing like before the bubble, though. That's what he looked like before the bubble. This this game tonight. Remember that? That was a long time ago. That was but... a long time ago. That was but a long that's exactly ass time ago. A lot like of the, games have passed since then. That's but and you know what? It's been a roller coaster. But maybe that's how long it's taken him to, you know, get back into that zone that he was finding himself in right before everything kind of went haywire. You know? And yeah. I, I feel like we're seeing it again. And you guys talked about it. The way it's 2.0 he scored, now. Jimmy, the way he scored tonight. Jimmy, don't do it though. Don't 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 go down this road. Uh-huh. And then the minute he has a bad game, you're like, I told you he wasn't back. I don't the, the do it, minute Jimmy. he drops 20. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's been pl- he's a, been playing better. Tatum had a great night, and I think he's I think to so, to your point, I think he is becoming a little bit closer to the guy that we saw when he was at his absolute pinnacle as a player. But mm-hmm. I'm not ready to go there yet because for me, and I think for most people, get it done in the playoffs. Do the damn thing in the postseason. I like the way he's trending now, but I need you to keep elevating your play. When you get to the postseason, because right. that's where it counts. Don't don't have the don't have those settle games where you're just like today. I'm just gonna kind of fire it from deep right. and just see what falls. Like this is again when you when you when he wants it. If I feel like he can get it, I feel like he yeah. can get into the paint using his length, using those little post up moves, creating those situations where he's just shooting from even if he's shooting those fadeaways from closer over the top of people. That stuff is unstoppable. And when you yeah. when when people know that that you've got them there on a string whatever you want to do with them it's easier for him to do his little up and unders and his scoops and to get closer or to get to get to the line because he's so long you know once he just lunges towards the basket once he's in there it's really hard it's really just hard to defend it so you're right a lot of it felt easy a lot of it is like wow this seems like something you could do a lot um san antonio didn't do a good job adjusting there uh they definitely blitzed him a lot less than other teams do he didn't see a lot of doubles top of the key like he normally would so once he was able to turn the corner and get into the paint lights out game over he did it all game long uh, that's so, a little su- yeah that's surprising considering surprising. he was literally the only guy that was getting only bucket. one i was very surprised that they somebody should check on pop after yeah. the game the yeah, pop, pop might have a record record quick uh Quick post game. I mean, Shad, we've all been in those those uh, Look, Popovich and Pop Strose might just go straight to the plane. Pop might just go straight to the plane. He may have left the court going straight to the plane, I, I not even know. talking to his players. I love I interviewing know. Pop because I love looking at the fear in the, uh, all the re- in all the reporters' eyes. Because I'm not there. I'm not going to ask him. I, I have asked him a question, but usually I'm just there to like hang out, see what he says. Yeah, and just looking around, everyone's like, uh, and they're like, oh my god, is he gonna light me up in front of everybody right now? They're I was so just gonna afraid. say, I can't imagine asking him a question tonight. <laughs> if you're traveling, uh, Spurs reporter tonight, man, you really gotta, you really gotta think about how you're gonna word your question. It's worse in person for sure. I'm, I'm I bet it's not great on Zoom. Let's bring in our best. man. 
the Let's best bring is when he Bobby makes here a, real the quick. Best is when he makes a little joke, and everyone's like, "Wait, did I just? This? Is, is I only okay? heard half that John comment, but did you just say Tatum could do this all the time? Are you serious? No, I feel like he could get easier baskets more of the time. Okay, Bobby okay. coming yeah, in hot. Bob out. coming in real hot here. Well, I don't know what I we're saying is say, what a John comment. <laughs> a seven, a seventeen free throw game. You know, it's just one of. It feels like a lot of times it's by choice how he goes about getting his baskets or getting his shots. Whether he wants to just kind of you know shoot the step back all day or whether he wants to work for it. We were talking about how it he wasn't getting doubled as much as you would have thought considering he was the only offensive option there. So he was able to turn the corner, get into the paint, and then it just looked easy for him. He was just able to create and get whatever shot he wanted. But Bobby, you're there. Describe first half, second. The vibe was pretty interesting. Yeah, give me those boo birds. You posted oh, something on Celtics Lord. CLNS. You could hear that really Heavy clearly. booze for, for, for 12%. Thunderous booze. And then oh, my Lord. Total when you shift. consider it's 2,000 people, too. This place was shaking with booze. Dee Smith was throwing a towel on the ground. They were going in there with their heads hung low. And, you know, with about like a minute left in the halftime, I only saw Tremont Waters, Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, and Luke Cornett out there. There were only four Celtics on the court with like seconds until the second half. And so you, you thought they were dead. You thought this was just going to be another one of those shameful losses of the last two weeks where they just disappear and get blown out by a middling team here in the San Antonio Spurs. I had the sense, and I did text you guys at halftime and said, this is probably going to turn back around in some way. I didn't think it was going to be that dramatic, but the Spurs were shooting like 80% from mid You said win. It was goofy. You, you, I'm giving you credit yeah, there. Bobby, you said win. That? <laughs> I did say win, but I didn't win. truly believe it. No. <laughs> I just knew it was going to get very close. Because, sure. I mean, come, come on. You the Spurs went in the halftime shooting 72%. That was just goofy. Wait, so Bobby, and you know sometimes... what? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and I'm sure Brad said that, too, in the half. Like, that sucked, but look at what the Spurs did, too. He does that all the time. Like, come on, give the Spurs some credit for what they were doing out there. DeJounte Murray in that first half. Uh, Jakob Perto banging them inside. They were just getting incredible shots. Uh, I didn't love the way the Celtics were playing defense. They weren't getting into those shooters. Uh, but finally, you know what it is, that second half? What am I going to say, guys? Running. Just run up the floor. Sprint a little bit. Play a little more aggressive on defense. That's all it came down to again. It spurred open threes in transition. It got them in the basket time and time again. And they left like four to five layups on the table. So, like, all of this took was just that little burst of effort. And what, what have we been saying for weeks now? The difference between this team losing by 30 to the Spurs and going on an 80 to 55 run or whatever it was in that second half is just a little bit of effort. Run. Play some hard defense. Get on the effort. boards. It's that yeah. simple. Right. Effort. I mean, and, and that's why a guy like Neesmith, you know, we're, we're kind of scratching our heads as to why it took – this one to get him out there because that's literally the only thing that you can count on. He's going to give you every time he plays, he's going to give great effort. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to be out of position. Sometimes he's going to do things that are going to make you just want to kind of scratch your eyeballs out, but the effort is going to be great. And what we're seeing now is the more he plays, the more refined, a lot of those mistakes are becoming to where they're not happening as frequently as they were before. Um, he did. so, And you know what the thing, and, and th this was something I, I can't remember whether it was Doc or Tommy used to tell me this, but when you work hard, the basketball guys will reward you. And how many times did we see Neesmith just literally the ball dark. landing in his hands? 
just because he's just making great effort. I thought the play of the game was when he won that jump ball on the far end yes. of defense, sprinted down the floor and got to the other basket. I think Brown threw Tatum that long outlet pass. It fell out mm-hmm. of Tatum's hand and ran the knee to the finish. I think that tied the game before Tatum ended up tying it again. Yeah. Uh, he was just everywhere in this game. Incredible closing effort all over the boards again. Big threes in the second half. Another big shot in overtime. Big mid-range shot. Yeah. I, he's just arrived. It's, it's incredible. The, the expression you're looking for, Sherrod, ball finds energy. You know, and I think that's that's what he's one of those guys, right? You know, where you know that's 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 the only thing he had going for him in the early going. Now he's got that plus a little bit of know-how and a little bit of wherewithal, where he's you know in the right place at the right time his mm-hmm. his overall spacing is better he's not like standing right next to a guy right. you know uh with the ball and like dude you know like <laughs> like i said it's like watching you know my, love? watching watching my <laughs> watching my my daughter's soccer team play you know and they're like they're like yeah. ass and i'm like you're, you're one foot away from me you yeah. know like, so like <laughs> that was that was the play of the night it was probably like the 35th best play of the night but i love when he put DeRozan on the ground with that hard foul early. Mm-hmm. Like that was yep. using it. He had five fouls in this one, and they were all really good fouls, physical, strong, preventing guys from getting baskets. Now DeRozan was a problem until the final minutes in this one, getting to the line like 18 times. Uh, but that's I his game, this, though. Yeah, I thought the Celtics just imposed a good physical will in that second half. I mean, the Spurs shot like 12 or 26 in that second half. They were just completely shut down aside from some of the fouls. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I mean, the thing about Neesmith is the only thing we heard of, because let's be honest, nobody watched Aaron Neesmith in college at Vanderbilt. Like we can all just say that. I mean, you can, you can turn on a YouTube clip or whatever. You're not getting these types of hustle plays. Primarily, <laughs> it's all about the YouTube clips. The one thing, well, that's how I scout my players. So YouTube highlight reels. Um, the one thing we can say about Neesmith now is that he's not just a shooter, right? I mean, if anything, that's the one thing that hasn't really stood out from about, about his game. I mean, yeah, he's hit a few shots lately, but it's the hustle plays. It's like just the doing whatever it takes to stay on the court. Sometimes for better or for worse with the hustle plays, sometimes he is kind of running around like a chicken with his head cut off. But more so lately, he's doing it with a purpose. He seems to be more in the right place, like you guys talked about, not just on offense, but on defense too. Um, you know, you know, and, and he's there like at the rim, like putting putting baskets back up after misses or – loose balls or he just happens to be in the right place in the right time so there's definitely a value to having that on the team and i think he is providing a lot of energy and i think he was a big reason for that second half comeback obviously i mean clearly tatum was the guy but like bobby said you you need that supporting cast in there and i thought with Jalen brown kind of cold tonight even though he hit that monster three-pointer in the corner um it was good to have a guy like neesmith sort of step up and we've been looking for it all year players from the second unit not stepping up and not not they're just completely invisible from you know it doesn't matter what what part of the game doesn't matter what their role is on any given night brad's consistently you know rotating bench guys in and out depending on the game because he doesn't ha- has never had a consistent player to step up it feels like neesmith i don't want to i don't want to like exaggerate but it just feels like neesmith's sort of rising to the top of that of that of that bench crew there yeah, well, energy I mean, would impact. I mean, that's the one thing that he delivered. I, I think other guys, you know, they, they try to play hard, but they don't make an impact when they're out there yeah. with that second unit. Neesmith has found that's that. I mean, he, he's found, you know, the secret sauce to playing hard and making an impact. And that is 
you do it every damn second that you're on the floor. You don't just do it when you're on offense and there may the ball may wind up in your hands. You don't do it just on defense, assuming that when you get an offense, they're not going to look for you at all. You do it every second that you're out there on the floor. And he is starting to not only, I think, figure that out more consistently, but he's getting the opportunities. Because my fear going into this game was that Brad would overthink the process and think Me that, too. well, I got great play out of Neesmith. Yeah. And maybe I need to go in a different direction and come back to him let's later. Let's try out Grant and, again, yeah. Let's that's go back what, to, that's let's what go history, back would, to that's what history that's tells us, right? That's what we talked about at the <laughs> yeah, end of last right. game. We were all afraid yeah, right. of it. Yeah. I mean, for and, me – And he, he, Brad kept it simple, went with the guy who last we checked was your best energy off the bench, give him another shot, see what he can do, right. and he came through. Yeah, for me it was – yeah, everything you just said about Neesmith's game – of him giving it 100% every single possession, every single play, whether it was on defense or offense. But also, he was locked in. You could see it, you know? We made jokes before about it seemed like he was a little lost on offense sometimes, you know, not quite sure where he needed to be. And and this time, it was different. It was like he was locked in because, again, he got the reps that he needed. Not just one game, but the games before that, the ones that led to this opportunity. You know, Dennis and I were like just – going crazy Zan is more than me a few months ago saying <laughs> just play him let's just see what happens you know yeah. but I, I think for the most part what you meant by that John was get his reps in like yeah what's the let him work out that stuff early like, whose growth are you stunting by yeah. not doing this you know that's like, what's the alternative and that's where the argument was not to relitigate the whole thing but you know when we were going back and forth with Bobby on this was you know well the other guys are playing better like or they are more reliable and like there was no arguing that like you knew that then like you know what you're getting out of semi reasonable defense he was cannot, really bad early it was cannot, borderline unplayable but he was but we knew that 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 was the, that was we were conceding that he's border yeah. he was borderline unplayable but there's no way you're going to you, you wanted to recognize or actualize, you know, whatever ceiling was there. But it is interesting not only that it's working now, and it's a really cool development because it may really have implications leading into the stretch run and the playoffs here. But other thing is we talked about Brad making choices and, and trying to stick with them. The last two games, he's made choices, and those choices don't involve Semi Ojale. They don't involve Romeo Langford. They, they yep. involve get rid of them all. They don't involve Jabari Parker. They do not involve uh, Grant Williams. No offense, Bobby Cornette. When you have the two healthy centers, is the odd man out. Though I actually do agree with you. You could find hey. minutes here and there. What I'm saying is, I don't think he's in the doghouse. I just think he's the odd man out. I think the others are. A couple weeks ago, I needed you. I think the others are more of we're done with you guys right now. And and, and then Grant got nine minutes after one minute the other day, so he's kind of fighting for 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 stuff there too. Uh, I think what you're seeing here might be what you're seeing for the rest if, of the way. And Neesmith now, well, it Neesmith, better be. Neesmith has Smith in almost no time shot into that little circle of trust now. I mean, he's out he, he got more minutes than Pritchard on a night that Kemba was out, you know? That's a big deal. Like the, now you're looking at He closed the game. He played the whole fourth and overtime pretty much. I mean, yep. he's Brad know, was just, let me, Brad, let me throw Finally out. Brad was like, "You know what? I'm sticking with the guys that are yeah. winning us this game or bringing us back in this game." We didn't get the token, you know, substitution where it's like get Jalen Brown or get Tatum back in the game like you know what is this lineup right now nobody was like what is this lineup right now everyone was was you know exactly that this is these are the players that we want to see out there 
and Brad stuck with it. He didn't overthink it. He's like, you know what? We're either going to win or lose with these guys because they're the five guys that brought us all the way back into this game. We're just going to stick it out as long as we can. You know, he made a couple substitutions like Fournier, Rob, and those things. But generally speaking, it it was the same core. It's just completely random, but still worth noting because we absolutely rip him a new one every game. Uh, Grant Williams played less than 10 minutes and was extremely effective playing Dude, less than 10 minutes. He, the, I thought his That's minutes what were we absolutely say, right? perfect. <laughs> perfect. This was the perfect Grant Williams Come on, game. guys. Come on. Let's just say perfect. it, guys. I, I, think, I think more than a couple of players, they watch the show, right? They, they watch the show. That's what it is. No, water's helping out a little bit there. Where we? What did we say about Grant? The problem with Grant is too much. Is too much. You said uh, ten to twelve. You, you. I think your ceiling was twelve minutes. That's it. That's yeah, he played nine. He played nine. Played nine. That's fine. Boom. But that's you're, when you're counting on it on those games where he plays twenty three minutes, I think that's what drives the the viewers crazy. They're like, I too much Grant, man. I can't see him. It really is the amount. It's not his existence. Of course, you can have. Every team has guys that come in and play six, eight, nine, ten minutes, you know? Again, if if, if I asked you guys a week and a day ago, Thursday, the day they were practicing before that Nets game where he went out and grabbed eight rebounds, and I said, you think Neesmith could emerge here? I don't think any of us would have said, yeah, there were no signs whatsoever before that Friday game against the Nets where he came in and grabbed all those boards that he was going to turn it around here. I I think we all just kind of assumed this was going to be a lost season for him. So. We You're did. just looking at all those different guys, and I guess you could say you were always going to rotate back to Neesmith because Grant wasn't getting it done. Semi, Romeo, certainly. That weekend of them starting was just a disaster. Uh, but there were no – like so this bad. wasn't gradual progress. Like we saw the hustle plays, but we said it's hustle going to nowhere. He was just yeah. kind of out of control. Somehow, right, some way, this last week and a half Brad put it wanted- together. Brad wanted something different because you saw how quickly he gave Romeo a crack, right? Coming right off of the COVID um, situation, which was, it was obvious Brad was looking for something else and he was desperate to try to give it to someone. He tried to hand that opportunity to Romeo. You got some stuff out of it and then it went south. Focus, effort, not not aggressive enough. And he turned back to Neesmith. Uh, I kind of joked about it. Like, you know, the Neesmith just buried Romeo on his way to and it's kind of what happened but I think it speaks to Brad's mentality of like I I want I want I want to see one of these guys step up and take it this this stuff we were saying all year their ceiling is higher you can get to a better place if you're able to get something from these guys who have just more talent than the other players who had been playing who are really just warm bodies at this point too many of those yep. guys huge imbalance between two friggin top 20 superstars out there with guys who are barely clinging to an nba you done with romeo no i but he romeo right now like it's the same thing that neesmith he got his shot he didn't make the most of it you know neesmith as you said was energy but no production romeo's just kind of in and out i'm not done i still that think there's right that, that doesn't mean he's, he's he's toast for the rest of the way like no He'll find a he'll find a, a way to get. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to, to do it the, the same way that, sure. that Neesmith is doing, and that is, yeah. you take whatever minutes you get, you play your ass off, you force the coach to keep you out there. Yeah, it's that simple. I mean, that, that's that, that'll do it. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Real quick, uh, we'll keep going on this stuff. I just want to let people know, of course, of course, of course, of course, we're gonna do the locker room thing. This is a great night for everybody. It's Friday night. Um, Great vibes tonight. 60 point, 60 piece from Tatum. Aaron Neesmith. We might get a cornet to jump in the room. We don't know. It's possible. <laughs> Who knows, right? Who knows? We know. We have a cornet connect. Yeah, Yo, Bobby Cornette connect. Okay, Bobby. I see, you. I see you, Bobby. He said, Who knows? Yeah, Bobby. Bobby. We see you. 
I was right. watching live. <laughs> so um, download it. I don't know what's going on with the Android situation, but give it a shot. We know you can get it on the iOS store. Android's um, up. It's up. It's just. It's, what what it's, if we find out? Hit or miss. No, it's just the iPhoneers are just teasing them. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. But come on in. We had a lot of people in there last time. This this is one of those games where I feel like there's a lot there's a lot to say. So we want to hear from you. Um, you know, later on we're gonna we're gonna take a walk over there and. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, and I'm just in awe. Of, I'm just in awe of what I watch. I mean, like you, you can you can feel the sixty. Like you can feel the significance of that. And he should add sixty one. That call was so bogus on the foul. The continuation. Yeah. I mean, come on. What are we doing? This is the NBA where you can continue from a touch foul at the three-point line, do three steps and get into the lane and finish and have free throw and one. That was pure – that would have been continuation in college. I cannot believe the referee has gotten in the history. Bobby, that was a bad one. One of the worst yeah, calls Bobby in tells, history. When Bobby tells his kid about this, about this game, he's going to say, I predicted this in the second quarter, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They had a few bad calls. The offensive let's, let's foul on, on Tristan. Bobby, I didn't. I didn't know you say you say these 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 takes just to get us riled up. You didn't believe that. I, I didn't know you were just saying that just to say it. Dude, I bet you everybody. I, I, I just felt it was going to be really close. Like I felt they were going to get all the way back. I didn't know if they could get over the line. I guess I said they're going to win, so I'll take it. But I, I mean, I just I just felt that the Spurs were just hitting the, the craziest yeah, shots. In other words, that yeah. was like a that was like a a, a hail mary shot that you took there just went in no that's the perfect game five of the east finals that's the yeah. perfect game to to live bet if if you were paying attention to this game you said listen there's no way the spurs are going to continue shooting at 70 plus percent it was plus I'm, 1600 at the peak well i wouldn't take the money line but i would have certainly taken the celtics with the points at that at that at that time because just based on exactly what you said like there's no way that the Spurs are going to keep this up. The Celtics should be able to climb back. And based on the way things they've played this season, they always climb back into the game and make it at least close enough to fool everybody into thinking they're going to win. This time, Tatum just went into absolute, you know, superstar beast mode, and that that really was the difference in them Those back winning cuts. or losing this game. The way everybody watching, dunking. I guarantee you, everybody watching and all of us could go back and look at the text that we were sending our friends or whoever, and it's just night and day. Like first quarter to fourth quarter, like everyone could do it. I mean, I actually have to do a quick apology. How about um, the fans here? Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? I have to do a oh. I have to do a mini apology. Somebody called me out on it on on Twitter. Whoa, what we got? Um, the first one in a while. I tweeted at eight fourteen p.m. Send us your off topics for tonight's Celtics post-game show because no way we'll be talking about this game the entire time. Oh, yeah, you did. Can't and won't do it. And that's my apology because I was obviously wrong about that. And we are talking about this game the entire time, deservedly so. So, mini apology. That should not count. Yeah. That should not count that the record so books. The I just game. wanted to use it. I hadn't. I couldn't even <laughs> find was, it anymore. That was so early yeah. in the game. I forgot you, you sent that out. That's funny. Dude, it was Jimmy's the end also of the like, first quarter. It was the end of the yo, first what, quarter. What did I say? What did I say? Remember what I said? I go, yo, Grant just hit back yeah, to back like, three. Yeah, yeah. You said it's Don't not over it yet. Off, I was man. like, geez. Jimmy's also. I'm not watching this. I'm not watching this freaking game. I'm not watching this. So sure I right, did, but I didn't want to. Where's this one ranked for you among performances you've seen individually? Individually, all one of the I would say up there with five. some of Isaiah's top that five. I've seen. Easy, couple. easy. I in mean, in person, I, well, I mean, in person, 
Not in person. This was a this oh, is yeah. a classic, dude. I mean, to be bad, down thirty two points and win, right. no, and your best so... player dropped sixty. This that's wasn't like. Of... <laughs> I know they went to overtime too, and I give Nick a lot of credit. Nick Joe, so I was waiting for him to put the asterisk on. No, do Larry Bird didn't need overtime, but he he gave him real credit. This felt like a sixty point game. There was nothing shoddy he was about that it. Dominant. I mean, Tatum was Even... that good. That well, dominant. he did miss the free throw that would have. Sealed the game in regulation, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but then well, you can go back and say, well, Neesmith missed the layup points. and Marcus Smart missed an open shot. I mean, shit. No, I mean, that's just how he got the record. But, hey, if he got the record, he's the reason they won the game. I'm, I'm just joking. Like, he totally earned every single point. <laughs> but It was going to be tough go even out there. He overtime. earned it. There was not, nothing cheap about it at all. No, no, five no. minutes, the, not overtime. The bird stuff, and, again, this is hard for someone who grew up when I yeah, grew man. up, John, break it down for us. And watching it, the bird stuff was almost comedy, you know, because again, you know, if those of you old enough or those just who know the history, you know, Mikhail had gotten 59, 56, nine days earlier, bird jokes about it. You know, he got it against, I was going to say your pistons, Sherrod, but I know they're not your pistons. Oh, hell no. I know. But he, <laughs> he, he was, he was light, he was lighting up Kent Benson, uh, you know, who I remember fouled out of the game or I might have gotten thrown out with technicals and they were begging him to stay on the floor because literally Mikhail could do whatever he wanted. And then it was just a joke. It was funny. They were so freaking good. And then, you know, they Bird makes the joke. He should have gotten 60. I'll get it. He gets it. But you guys have seen the clips of that Hawks game. It was hilarious. You know, like they're on the sideline. They're falling Dude, over themselves. They're like, He's hitting, like dapping people up. It, Doc's dapping it's a blowout. Yeah, they're high-fiving. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Quinn Buckner. On the Larry Legend video, oh, he's like, boy. he's like, he's like, Bird was so good that game. Just the way he says it, Bird was so good that game. He goes, the Hawks were giving themselves high fives, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I've good. I've never seen a game like that. Right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Can you imagine? But it's so good. But it was a joke because it was a blowout. And they were feeding Larry late. So he gets his 60 because they're feeding him. Tatum, they needed it. It's a different game, you know. Yeah. Like, right. And I'm not saying like, you know. That that holds a special po point because it's Larry at the height of his dominance and it was fun to watch. But like that right. was a different game. It was a joke. The whole game was a freaking joke. And in this game, Tatum willed them back to victory with 60 points and they needed it. And it was high pressure and high intensity. And granted, it went overtime. But as we Bobby pointed out, he only played two more minutes than Bird did in that game. Um, right. And so uh, and he it did was it from start to finish. It wasn't like the whole he had game. Yeah. yeah. And. And I mean, when I'm talking, when you talk about Celtic all-time Celtics performances, I mean, this is right up there, and it makes sense because he he now ties the record with points. But that, you know, as far as like dominant dominant performances, I mean, I can think of like you know, there's a couple of really fun Isaiah Thomas's Isaiah Thomas games that we've seen, and I think Pierce definitely. I remember like the Pierce LeBron game was one that stands out, but certainly this one's right up there in my lifetime with you know just a dominant performance. And the crazy thing is, is you know, we can expect to see. I'll, like so many more of these. I mean, this is this should be the blueprint for Jason Tatum. I mean, going to the line. 60. Being, yeah. Just, yeah, 60. Here, Get here, 60. Just, just score 60 or nine. But the way <laughs> he did it, like, he, like you guys say, he didn't, need to, he didn't need to shoot 15 threes, right? I mean, he was aggressive. You're When you put up points like this, oftentimes you have to go. You have to be going to the line. This, this is how the hardens of the world, this is how they average what they average and how they have these massive games because they – drive and they get fouled and they get the calls and they go to line that that's how Tatum's going to get his respect that and get get those foul calls because refs are going to just be, become growing grown accustomed to calling it if he's working for it and, and driving and getting get, getting that contact at the rim the he should probably off. be the east player of the month I don't really know who's in contention with it but this month we talked about it through some of his best games here 
going to the rim over and over and over again. Take a peek at his shot chart. It's like a flood of circles in that paint area in the restricted zone. He shot about 65% at the rim this month. Getting to the free throw line about seven times a game. Just using, and we've seen him fill out body-wise. We've seen him add these pounds. We've talked about, you know, should he have gained that weight? He's now using it to his advantage in a brutally efficient way. Still hitting those shots on the perimeter, but just displaying a perfect spot, shot chart for the modern NBA. And, uh, you know, scoring like Zion in that paint. That's legitimately Zion efficiency at the rim. And, you know, not quite the free throw total of a guy like that. But answering the call for how he needed to adjust his play perfectly. And what's amazing is there's still a, another level or two, both in terms of how he can finish at or around the rim and how much stronger he can get. He still sometimes relies on little cutesy scoop shots when he gets in close yeah. where he should be powering. And you see more of the what taking it strong, uh, but yeah. he, but he, should, two more he stuff. should – he should be able to do it more frequently. And as you see, his body continue to fill out and he gets more man strong just naturally. He doesn't even have to artificially man go. In. You know what I mean? Is he's just well, going well, no, to, no, he's still a kid, you know, tonight it was more of yeah, with the, with the, with his, his, his footwork in the paint, right? Sliding into places, but he yeah, yeah, first first quarter, but it was more footwork as opposed to trying to use his pure yeah. athleticism the way you say, like, you know, he always trying to uh, twist and, 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 and turn his body and trying to uh, get the contact where referees, they know that trick already, you know? And I feel like a lot of the times they're like, oh, this guy, he's going to make that same move and try to get himself to the free throw line, and they don't buy it. But no, this approach was completely different. It was more about footwork. It was the spin move. It was the hesitation. Man, one hesitation move, you think he's going to the middle. He hesitates. He breaks to the right, crossover. It's like what you said earlier. The Spurs, the, their approach in defending him, he turns the corner and he's gone. It wasn't a, a, a more of a group effort in the paint to slow him down as opposed to other teams that he's seen in the past. And credit, you have to credit Tatum for that too, for reading these defenses the right way. That first quarter was so important this way. And that's when he was going to those paint post moves and yeah. pulling out his, all his, the tricks in his isolation bag because the, the Celtics Pierce, scored two points footwork. outside of him in that first quarter. It took until the, like 30 seconds left for another Celtic to score. That's how low it was early in this game, and he carried them through it. He had 14 in that first frame, kept rolling through halftime to try to keep the score around, you know, that 20 to 28 range, got it to 29 at halftime. And so it got out of hand there, but his scoring was what kept them in it. And, you know, we hate when he goes in ISO mode, but when no one's scoring, Brown shooting the way he is, smart, look, dead tonight. Physically, I'm not going to be surprised if he misses a couple games here. He could barely walk at certain times in this one, but credit to him for gritting it out. But he had no scoring in him tonight. Hit a big three late, uh, but this had to be Tatum. Tonight, with no Kemba especially, everything fell on him, and he lived up to it. It's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, you, to, I mean, to your point, Bobby, he recognized that there's a lot of pressure on him to carry this team. But when you look at all the factors that were working against the Celtics, it's really good that he embraced that pressure <laughs> and didn't shy away from it. Right. Uh, Cause sometimes I think sometimes he just kind of gets a little too comfortable and settles. Uh, and we see that in the form of lots of three pointers jacked up. Uh, not tonight. He went, he went hard to the paint and it paid off for him and the Celtics. So, so easily the best be a game I think he's played. Is this going to be a turning point? Does this mean anything? I'm not no, going to go there. 
Yeah, we've done, we've we've done. Fool oh me God. once, fool me yeah, twice. Is this it, guys? Is this the turning point? Oh, they did they flip the switch? We can't do that. He played right a now. great game. He played one of the greatest games we've seen. Not just him, Ever. but yeah. them. Leave it just yeah, yeah. You can't say that game sixty-three. You can't. You cannot. Well, so yeah, the only exactly. reason I say that if they lose by they gotta... twelve to the Blazers on Sunday, I don't think anyone's going to bat an eye. Even if they went out, I'd be like, you know what? No. Okay. We've You're right. Because that, that, so that, that last time. Blazers win was kind of a momentum one, too, in the big West Coast trip, and it didn't mean all that much. But they've had a few vicious comebacks this year that have fallen just short. In fact, you thought this one was just going to be like but a four-point first easy. win or something. Those are easy. Yeah. I mean, the this, thing this is one, this. they, they give it, it a chance. When one team is up, the Celtics have had a couple of games where they were up 28 and, they, and the other team came back. Those aren't comebacks. Those are you take your foot off the gas and the other it's team. The, it's co- called the, the NBA. The other team comes way closer than you wanted them to come and the score looks more respectable, but those aren't real. You know, this was real. This was real. Let me you say know? one thing. Because they, they started it early. You could see them chipping, chipping, chipping until they finally got there. They just, they just, it was just a tale of two halves. They just flipped it on them. Go ahead, Jimmy. It was, Sorry. It was, but here's the thing. I mean, we're we're gonna focus. We're believe it or not, we're not just haters. We're focusing on a, a, a historic performance tonight, and it's it's a it's a good night to be a Celtics fan and all that great stuff. But let's not forget that this this team played atrocious for a, a large part of this game, and you needed 60 points in an overtime to come back and win. That's not going to happen in the play-in or the playoffs against, you know, a, a team that's going to be better than the Spurs most likely. Again, these are bad habits that this team's falling into. So that's why I'm not head over heels about this is a, a, a defining moment game. This was a, a defining moment game for Jason Tatum. This wasn't a defining moment for the Celtics team. I, I still have a lot of... I still have a lot of concerns you know, about I, this team. I disagree with that, Jimmy, because I think that this is this is the kind of thing that could galvanize the team, especially because this window is so short. I mean, if we're two months away from the playoffs, a lot can happen. But whereas the the the, the finish line is is way closer, I think you can get everyone sort of locked in to say, "Hey, but they have man, to play better." We made history last night, man. Okay, no, Jason we, Tatum we talked the talk. Made the Jason Tatum weeks. made history. Let's walk the walk, you know? And if you're Jason Tatum, you should be leading that conversation or you should be leading the charge and saying, hey, guys, we can do this. See, I told you we just did it. Let's do it again, you know? I, I think this can help them for sure. But you needed – my lean, point is you needed a historic performance to win this game. You can't I go lean down, with Jimmy you can't here. play like that. You can't oh, expect well, yeah, to play like that. You can't have a first quarter like that because you're not going to win it again. Right. I, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So like there that's why I'm not things like, that broke still... right for them to win this game that you can't expect those to happen when you get down 32 points because it just doesn't work that way. You you yeah. I mean I don't know what the exact numbers are, but I would imagine it's a minuscule chance that teams that go down by 32 points actually come back and win, even in the NBA. Um, hey, look it just at doesn't happen this year. We talked that? about that stat. I think it was 30, yeah. 35 games have gone by down by double digits this year. So they've been getting behind all year, and you know their record overall isn't that great. So they haven't shown a great propensity to overcome these bad starts. They've, they've been okay. They've kind of split the difference on these games 50-50, and uh, they haven't been a reliable comeback team. That was my point there. They had so many games, Dallas, New Orleans, some of these matchups where they went on huge comebacks, pushed it to the final minutes, got down to some of these last possessions, and couldn't seal the deal. And I felt like the first time they finally – and it was the biggest of all, but they finally executed seamlessly throughout that second half. I mean, the Spurs never breathe it. Like they, 
they they came close to getting some air a few times, kept it tied in the late stages there. Uh, Patty Mills hit that big three to force overtime. But the Celtics were just on them all second half. I mean, they tied the game with like seven minutes left in the fourth. This is basically a completed comeback within like 15, 16 minutes in the second half. The way they did it so quickly just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, it, ha- it definitely happened extremely quickly, but they it needed to because right, they were down by so it much. always does. Just like that. Popovich is uh, – I don't know, Bob. What, what are we thinking I can't about, wait to about hear Popovich? I just yeah. want to tell everybody real quick, Patriots drafted an edge defender, Ronnie Perkins, out of Oklahoma. If you want to know a little thing about him and football's your thing, we're live on our Patriots YouTube channel right now doing draft analysis oh, is that with, right? Ev- with Evan oh, Lazar. What up? We're, we're live everywhere right now. Yeah, you so can, can go over there, but you're dead to us if you do. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, losers, <laughs> traitors. No, but yeah. go on over. Right go there, in their comment go. section and tell them what, to fill them in on the game. It's good for the company, and tell them Jimmy. They miss, they miss That's history. true. Lazar, Lazar is an animal, so he's always worth pick. You know, always worth getting a peek inside his brain. When, when right. It comes to football. There's people who say they study the draft. Then there's Evan Lazar. Okay. Right. And so there's people when, who study Evan Lazar. Right. And when, 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 when literally any name can get called any name pretty much in the, oh, my in, Lord. in seven rounds and Evan Lazar immediately without checking notes can talk about him for five straight minutes. Find me another person who can do that. There's not a lot out there. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. like, John, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You went two years at Juco. Then he, <laughs> yeah. John, you got to share out. the screen. Which Look one? What we got here. What, what do we got? Ready? I just I just shared my screen here. You gotta pull it up. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's awesome. Know. That's a little ode to ode to uh, Larry there. That's Wilt. That's Wilt. Wilt. Hundred. Oh right. Ode to Wilt. Right, right, right. Yeah. But this is he a was like Larry, a, to, Larry to, thing. To Larry. Oh. No, man. Larry, Larry, Larry's photo been with two Budweiser's. Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not a joke. And then he probably had 22 more that night, okay? So he probably had uh, a few before the game, too. In, terms, in, in a case under his arm as he leaves yeah. the old you know, guard. You know, Sherrod, you said this is top five. Where do you, where do you put uh, Devin Booker's performance, right? Because obviously it wasn't, in a, it wasn't in a winning effort. And the oh, way dude, he went this about is it. way it's, better It's than below. The, the, that right? 71 is below. You can't uh, put that Below, five, definitely. Right? Because no, it was fake. It's not top five. I never it said it was fake. top five. No, 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 no. By the way, that that, that pick is fake, right? The Tatum. I assume that's just a Twitter. No, that's pick. real. Oh, he took that in the locker room. Yeah. Are yeah, you no, sure, Bobby? Because I Booker, Booker did the same thing. He took that same picture. Okay, because Bobby's Bobby's got Bobby's a, been tricked a, before. Questionable track record. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Bobby's Yo, Bobby Jimmy says questionable. Jimmy says trick and Jess says questionable track record. <laughs> no, this was this Yo, Bobby, was sent up by the. Uh, not, don't tell me you got guy. this on IG. You got this from IG. <laughs> yeah, no, this is from the Celtics. Got it from Reddit. Made that, you got you know? it from Reddit. Whoa, this is from saying? the Celtics. Give him credit. Great posting team. <laughs> Bobby's like fuck. Okay, Celtics Twitter account posted. We said it's verified apparently. So okay. That's oh, fine. I was about now, to say this something. picture. This one is not verified right here. If you want to pull this one up, oh boy, what is, is this? Is this what we're gonna do? Just picture this, pages. Yeah. Rest of the it's kitchen day. Yay! Is this, is the, next, is this the next step here? Is this huh? cornet? This better today. not be a picture of cornet. Ready? Pull it up, John. Hold on. God, we get the boomer running the show over here. Trying oh, to shut this. up! <laughs> How about that one? Oh, oh God! Not the next okay. step. 
Okay, we're done with pictures. We're done with right, pictures after that. Bobby, you're done. Yeah. You, you know what, Bobby? You you blew it. You you had we gave you a little leash and you just you you, you took he's it. He's literally far. he's given his computer his own feed and now he's just posting stuff. Yeah. Uh, That's because he put that on his wallpaper, bro. That was a horrible yeah. Photoshop, by the way. That wasn't even Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> now you got me thinking that the Tatum that was lazy. Fake. Now I'm thinking the Tatum one's fake. No, but no, I know what I was talking about. This uh, Tatum's performance way better than Booker's, and I was there for Booker's. I shouldn't say oh, yeah. way better. It was it was pretty close because no, problem, it was better. It was better. But Booker's was legit. It's just that it was fake, a fake seventy. Where Tatum's was well, a real six. One, he lost the game. Two, they were making a conscious effort to to Keep basically him get him as many points as possible. Right. 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 And and it no, I mean, I've never no, seen I've never I'm, seen that then, in my I mean, life. Alvin Gentry was like jumping up and down, cheering. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't think I ever will see lost. that again. That's the game. right. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen. That was terrible. <laughs> it was <laughs> awful to watch. It was embarrassing. Dude, you guys remember the, this uh, one was a joy the, to watch. It completely sullied like the it. whole. You guys thing. remember the scrum before anyone even asked a question? He comes into the scrum and just goes. I would do it ten times out of ten again, guys. All right, it's like he knew. But that was Earl Watson. He was. They a coach. knew what he, they did. They fired his ass. I think at the end of the season. That was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was a horrible coach. Yeah, that was awful. Earl Watson. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. The, the only player. thing, the only thing that was awesome about that whole thing was the back and forth between him and Jay Crowder after the game, yeah, where Jay, Jay like, Crowder said, "You guys are mighty happy after losing," yeah, yeah. and then Devin's comeback was pretty good. Yeah. You can't guard me. He was right. What's the he thing? Was right. He was right about that. <laughs> yeah, Tatum, Tatum picture's real. No matter what, he's still got 70 on you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was so bad. It really yeah. was because That's it – right. Watson got fired like that week. It right. really yeah. was because it, it, it destroyed what would have been – it would have been a beautiful sixty something, and it was a yeah. it was a terrible seventy. It, it's so bad. <laughs> it's you know? like he doesn't even know. He, he, he yeah, exactly. Yeah, he would have been better off the other way. Yeah. They sullied the whole thing. The seventy was tainted because of that. It was like Ricky Davis's triple double by shooting on his own basket to get a rebound, right? Well, well, no, that's Mills. Ma Mills made this <laughs> rock hard legit. Like this was maybe if he was in Phoenix, this was a one point game. Those free throws were so critical, and Brad was freaking out about them not calling the continuation because they were up by one point. Right. If Tatum missed the free throw, no, that was there, a big deal. Going a double overtime, like those free throws were critical. And I, I well, think no, at the end of this it, month, free throw would have made it a four-point game and sealed it. That's what the whole yeah. thing was about. Right. Yep. Well, no, they got it to three, and then Rudy Gay shot to it at the buzzer there. No, I'm saying uh, if if they called the continu continuation. They called oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, that's why that was so important. Uh, yeah. So that was another reason it was just an awful call. We could be looking at double overtime after that if the Spurs got a quicker shot off. And then who knows T how many Tatum would have gotten a, Tatum would have gotten a legit I couldn't 70. believe the Spurs didn't even get a damn get, get a damn shot off at least. I mean, come on. I can't, believe the, Celtics didn't, seconds. I can't believe the Celtics didn't foul as they were frigging dribbling all the way up the court either. <laughs> Tatum was going to be sprinting the foul to get 70. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, that was something. All right. Uh, we, we said we'd talk a little bit about it, but let's give Neesmith some love um, there. Uh, and I guess the, the, the main question is – We kind of uh, did. We did already. Fully sustainable, do you think? Yeah, I think we're seeing he's yeah. a good shooter. I don't think like 16 that, is sustainable. Yeah, I don't know if that game, often. No, I think right. he can do what he does out there because what he's given you is effort, and that's effort is sustainable. Yeah, Effort yeah. is something that you can give – something that you can consciously – choose to give night in night out and when you're a rookie and you haven't really had 
any legitimate practice or offseason, the only thing you can really be counted on to give is effort. And that's what he's giving. And he's finding himself to be in the right place at the right time. We know he can shoot based on, well, we were told he can shoot. And I, and I believe that he can shoot. And eventually he will get more opportunities. He's, he's 47% on his last 20 or so. He's right. He's getting there. A really but small sample size, Bobby. Small sample size. Yeah. He's not, he, you know, they're not obviously drawn plays up for him, but he, he is hitting that shot more consistently than obviously he was to start. And he's, he looks more comfortable taking it. So the, the Jays um, still don't pass definitely. to him, really. Um, no, like and to, honestly, that's okay. The, everything yeah. should be going through Tatum and that. Brown. And, it should. But they also, anyways. like I said, is you want the ball, you want it to go through them. But you want to also have them every yeah. once in a while give it back too. Absolutely. The one, the one knock on today, I'll say those guys played a, sh a shit ton of ISO ball all game long. It's just Tatum was unstoppable, so you don't want him to stop there. You were the hot hand, but Jalen was doing it too in a very yeah. frustrating I mean, manner. Little, I was yeah. a little worried down the stretch that he was going to. I was worried. Strike. He was. He took a couple ill-advised shots, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Like that was completely Brown. out of sync with what was going on. Like, yeah, this was an overtime. But Brown kept trying Brown to force was him. Was the one taking really bad yeah. shots. Scal was saying it too. He's like, in the beginning of OT, he's like, guys, you're, you're, what are you doing here? You know, like yeah. you're resorting to bad shots here. Like, stay, stay with the program. Like, take well, it. This keep is what going. got you here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, but, but I, I think we forget that Jalen has been on a ridiculous tier the last couple of games. And he was due to have yeah. a crapper. Uh, he yeah. was w more than due. And, and uh, to me, it always comes back to I, I'm, I don't get as cons consumed by how you play for the most part, is what do you do when the game is on the line? Can you get it? I would much rather a guy go one for seven, and that one shot can help me with 10 seconds of play, than a guy to go six for seven, and the one miss is the shot that we need at the very end. Jalen, he did what he needed to do. He made the big shot, yeah. um, and, and they, they they needed that from him in that moment. And he, other than Tatum, he was the only guy I felt good about taking that shot. And mm -hmm. back to Nate Neesmith for a second, you know what he needs to do? Make open shots because when you play with Tatum and you play with Brown, that's how you get the you're ball. You're going to get the ball at some yeah. point and you're going to be open. Make and take those shots. Don't get outside your head and just do what the do what got you to the NBA. Right. I caught myself. Right. I caught yeah, myself. You, I thought you were gonna go. I was it's Friday to... night. You can say it. You can you can say it. You can say yeah. it. you can slip it in, uh, in there. So I'm gonna slip in. That's one a good more... point, Sherrod. I'm gonna slip in one more plug here um and let you guys know we're gonna take uh we're gonna head out over to the locker room. Sherrod and I are going gonna down start. Tonight. Yep, and it's going down. We're gonna head over in a couple minutes. The room is open. Uh if we have someone who can put it in the chat for you guys and then pin it. Um Jump in there now if you want. Get your place in line. Put in your speaker requests. Um, I'm going to jump in there, and we're going to start chatting right away, just a couple minutes away. Uh, other guys will head over. Joe Sway, Jimmy, Bobby, once he finishes up whatever he's doing um, from uh, from the garden here. How, how's the ninth floor? Any any dangers? No, I'm in a nice, secure spot here. Yeah, yeah, there's no rats. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Must be nice. Yep. Must be just Joe Bob. Sway. Must be nice. <laughs> you got me worried though, Joe Sway. When I start seeing shadows move and stuff, I, I get worried. Well, yeah. how, loud, how loud was it in there in, in the overtime? Like, it, I mean, I can't picture a 2000, you know. Oh, come on. I mean, they, they, they sent them in the halftime with the booze in. The first shot, Evan Fournier hit. They were right back up on their feet going crazy. The, the vitriol didn't last too long. And, yeah, it, it got pretty damn loud in here when he was throwing down those baseline dunks. But, again, it's 2,000 people. If there was 
That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it still yeah. loud, or is it just kind of like you know as loud as it wasn't as befitting? As, it wasn't befitting yeah. in the moment. But those booze at half, those were impressive. Yeah, <laughs> those were impressive. Those that were was impressive. that was good. Well, yeah. Boston fans know how to boo. Bobby said, "Well done, two thousand sure. fans." Well those done. those people uh, bought those tickets weeks ago, had seen all the games leading up to this, and were just ready to let that loose. They were booing throughout the first half. In. Oh yeah, they you know they had a lot to boo about. The team yeah. was ass in the first half. Well, you show hey. up, you, you sit in your seat, you Boston, get you get man, to your seat, and they're already down fifteen. You're you're just pissed off for the rest of the game. I wonder if know? some people left the game at thirty-two. I bet a couple oh, people did. So. Scout, Scout, <laughs> Scout mentioned it. You know what? I wouldn't be it surprised. Happened because people are, they're thinking, oh, we can just go to a, a bar somewhere else. You know, we can, we have we're options. vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do the vaccinated thing. Well, the thing uh, is also now with the at the uh, the new TD Garden, they they, they kind of give you a lot of places to go if you don't want to watch the game without actually leaving the game. So I would imagine maybe some people were maybe hanging around in like the you know concourse oh, area yeah concourse area there's some you know there's some bars and some little areas now that you can kind of hang out in it's kind of almost like kind of like what they're doing at fenway park oh yeah people were no actually in their either. seats that's still true for the people court side but they've actually been encouraging people to like order they'll, they'll have some people bring you down food and drinks for the most part I, I still think that some concessions but you have that option so i think a lot of people have been doing that you can just order it on your phone and so to begin that third quarter pretty much everybody was in their seats and I, it wasn't a huge deal tonight, but Evan Fournier got going a little bit in that third quarter. I'm not to talking get about that. All right, you guys can do the shots. you guys do the Fournier stuff. I'm heading out. <laughs> I'm not Jimmy's talking about it tonight. Jimmy's protesting. Jimmy, well done. J- Jimmy, just like he showed some life. Jimmy, just like last game, text me when you guys are wrapping it up. I'll shut down this room for you because Bobby's at the garden. He can't do it tonight, so I will shut it down. Um, yeah, except last time I didn't know. It was like I was like, "Are we able to go?" And then I think you you're sent trying us to give the message. wink. Yeah, so I'm a professional. Just say good night, everybody, and then I will press end. Okay. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I just didn't know if you cue. were. I, I couldn't know oh, if you were if you got the message. Just have faith in the process. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Sharad. Professional. Sharad, head on over. Uh, I'm gonna head over too. We already got 30 plus people in there. Rest Ooh. of you guys. Rest of you guys join us. We just, hit, we just hit the hour mark. Perfect timing. Um, it should be fun. Uh, guys, hang out here. Talk Evan Fournier uh, as long as you want, and We're then join do us. 10 minutes here. We're going to do 10 minutes We're here, and then, we'll, and then we'll bounce. Um, no love for Fournier with that spark. No, I mean, I like it. It's not that I'm not knocking the guy, but he's not He's not there yet. He's and not I, close, I know, but I know he'll he's, get there. He'll get I don't there. think he's worthy of talking about yet. I need to see a little bit more. Um, I don't think he, he finished was... three of six, eight points. That's terrible. Yeah, and the fact that that's like the like that's a good thing tells you how bad he's been. So yeah, he didn't go O for whatever. So in that sense, great. He's working his way back from COVID. I, I'm not going to put myself in his position. I can't feel what he feels and all that stuff. So he does get a little bit, you know, a little benefit will, of, we, so. of the doubt there. We will. Uh, we we know how long it took Tatum to come back from from COVID, and now you know obviously if you, it, it seems like he's. I'm not gonna say fully recovered, but it does certainly look like that way <laughs> on the court. I mean, it does feel like he's playing without any sort of issues like that. We so can who see, are you starting on Sunday if Kemba's out again? The latest on Kemba is that he's getting closer, but it doesn't seem like he's gonna be quite there in time for Sunday. The way it sounded this morning. Shot around a little bit today, but he just he's not quite there, is what Brad said. So Fournier's been starting. They moved Rob back into the starting lineup, which was nice to see tonight. 
Uh, he had a solid game. No, yeah, let's talk about Rob nine. for a minute. What what was it that Rob said about his his injury, Bobby? That you texted me about or texted us about? So it was tough to tell. I listened to it about seven times because he doesn't say much. It's very short, choppy to the point. Uh, so I I believe Corrales asked him if uh, the knee injury he's dealing with was related to the hip that they were managing earlier in the year. Um, and his exact answer was, it's not related to the hip. I've dealt with tendonitis for a long time, which is what he was dealing with here. Um, but not, it's not related to that either. Like the mm -hmm. condition that we talked about that he had coming out of college, tendonitis that he dealt with in the past. He said, so that was fake news that, that you were, either. you were spreading fake news then. Cause you were well, I couldn't that... tell because he said he's been dealing with it for a long time. So I don't know if that relates to it either. I also just don't believe him. It's the same exact thing. It's the inflammation behind the knee, the blood flow, and the occasional spurts of inflammation. It's like the exact definition of the uh, condition there. So he hasn't dealt with it in a long time, which is certainly true. He hasn't missed any time with that condition there up until now with the Celtics. He says they got that figured out. But it sounds awfully familiar to me. If you look up that condition, it's inflammation behind the knee. It's the prime symptom. Yeah. Okay. Josue, we got so any, it's not, any, it's not, it's not, it's not worrisome though, which is a good thing. They've managed it really well. Yeah. Get any questions in the that. chat? No, I, I mean, I, I just think that he's so important for this team. So you got to be careful with that. And, and if it means him taking a, a, a game off here and there or, or limiting his minutes, but I don't see them really doing that. Right. I mean, outside of matchup for matchup purposes, or if he's just not in the flow of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought in a game like this too, the Celtics managed without him, so I was sort of happy not to see him down there or in there down the stretch because I don't know, it seemed like a really physical game and just kind of seemed like they have found their flow without him. But he's still really important for this team because of, of what he does on both ends, but especially on offense because just him getting those touches in the paint, I think, is so important. Um, obviously, those putbacks go a long way for these guys, that's those second chance opportunities do as well. So, uh, you know, hopefully that's not something that's that the Celtics have to worry about long term if, they, if they're really going to go into the playoffs and, and try to really make a run at this thing, you know, whether it's that second round or potentially even the Eastern Conference Finals, depending on how the, the whole bracket breaks down. But this was such a big win, guys, because, I mean, it was, let's face it, hypothetically for, for the, for the play-in tournament, I mean, we would, we would be saying tonight that it's, it's, it's pretty much set now. in stone. Right, it's set in stone at this point. So they're really keeping themselves afloat here. And if you look at the schedule, I mean, you know, San Antonio is supposed to be one of the tougher ones. So, I mean – you get back-to-back -back wins here, you can be in really good shape. And I know that's a big if, but, I mean, this momentum, this is this is legit for this for this team for, for, for the moment and when you, when you consider everything that this team has been through throughout the year. Yeah, just it's looking at the standings. All, you gotta, it's all about that Heat series. Yeah. Right. Um, so the Heat are half game behind right now. Um, they've played one last game and they have one last win. <clears throat> Wizards keep winning. Bulls keep losing. Or Bulls lost, Wizards won. Wizards have now... I mean, they're they're in that ten spot, kind of. With where they get a few games on up on the on the Bulls now, they might hold on to that tenth spot. And uh, that that's a team that nobody saw uh, making this tournament. That's for sure. I mean, a month ago, even so, it's looking like Pacers and Wizards might. I mean, anything could happen. There's still plenty of games up, but those two teams right now are hold on to those. To, they're on the outside looking in, but they're in the play-in as as we speak. And then you've got the Hornets, the Heat, and then the Celtics tied with the Hawks. So it's just too it's, it's too close. It's just way too close. And especially, way too close, but especially a devastating loss like this. I mean, maybe let's say they don't lose by 32, but just the fact that you were down 32 trying to play catch up and that 
offensive firepower from San Antonio. I mean, that's as as Scal said. I must he must have said it like three or four times. It's uh, demoralizing. It really is, especially when they were playing. There were at least three. It felt like at least three consecutive defensive possessions where they did everything that they were supposed to, and whether it was a, a, a tip back for 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 the offensive rebound that, that the Spurs gathered that that led to a quick three, or just a quick putback. Like those plays, like again, the the mental strength of of a rookie like like Neesmith. I mean, it's tough to to go through that and continue to 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 stay in the game and, and not be afraid to to take those shots or those crucial layups. I mean, he even. He even he even bumped one of those layups, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I think this is a huge game, obviously historically for Jason Tatum. We'll never forget this night. But I think Aaron Neesmith. I mean, there's a lot to take away for him for for individual, uh, you know, goals and and for where he wants to be and for what he can really do to help this team. It's it's glass half full, glass half empty when you look at these standings, Jimmy, because they're a game and a half back of the Knicks at that four spot. Yeah, and they're two games back or two games ahead of the Hornets in that road position for the play-in so it could go either way i I did hear i I believe it was grandy mentioned new york's closing schedule to finish this year they're about to embark on a six-game road trip yeah Uh, and then they got the spurs hornets and celtics to close it out that celtics game to finish it out uh, in madison square is gonna probably be pretty important uh celtics i don't think it's as easy as people have made it out to be the blazers are obviously tough uh, they're gonna see the heat twice. The Bulls yeah. are an easy pass. Like this is this is kind of a tough schedule. And the Timberwolves are playing out of their mind right now. We know what the kind of run they gave the Celtics last time. So these eight games aren't gonna be easy by any means. And you know, I don't know if people There's love no the There's no such thing as an it. easy game for the Celtics. Well, yeah, because I think right, we all know that. Yeah. whether it's a five hundred yeah. team or, or or below five hundred, they have a shot. Every team has a shot against the Celtics. So. Right. That's the thing. It's yeah, so. like the Magic and Cavs are tanking, though. So you do get those ones that are probably just going to be walkthroughs. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll say it's it's going to be a fun final game, eight games. I'll give the playing tournament that. All these teams are gunning for it right now. There are only three teams in the East that are out of it. You know who else is uh, tanking? Uh, the Thunder. They, I was going to yeah. say that, too. They actually benched uh, Dort, you know, during the playoffs. That's, you know, that's true. Yeah, one of the biggest steals. They benched Dort? And they, yeah, they freaking benched him. Tonight, oh. but that's another story. Yeah, oh, fantasy Lord. basketball. What are you doing, jeez, like if you win with Dort out there, then so be it. Like, yeah, hey, you tough. should get your eyes on the horse from, from a very frustrated uh, fantasy team, basketball, fantasy basketball team owner. That's just you me. saw the way they did Al. Team. Yeah, but Al's different. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Al's gonna help you, put you over the top. But like, uh, yeah, okay, Dort's killing it, but. You want a young guy to get his reps in. Let him get his licks in. Like, don't make it, you know, like, he's the one guy everyone could identify against the Celtics. You know, the Sam one. Presti. Sam Presti got the brass together after that Celtics game and said, we yeah, can't take any was, more like, chances. Yeah, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Even the Celtics. Bench door now. That's what he said. Bobby, yeah. why, don't, why don't we use this this last few minutes? Why don't you, why don't you plug your interview with, uh, with the Cornette, uh, the Cornette interview? Yeah, tell us, that's tell good, us, cause... Give us some teasing. Give us some teasers there. Oh, I uh, listened to. I already watched it. So I mean, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to t- sell sell <laughs> me. You got sell it to me. But I thought she. So we, we interviewed Nicole Cornette on Dome Theory here on CLNS yesterday afternoon. Bunch of people tuned in. Bunch of people watched it. It was a great conversation. She was awesome on the microphone. 
I just pretty yeah, much told good. Luke's whole life story, the family's story, talked about his singing, him barely making a camp with Miles Turner in Texas to get some looks from some colleges like Purdue and Vanderbilt. He was really going to be going to college on those SATs like, with great math scores and all that stuff. He would have gotten in Vanderbilt outright without the basketball, but he grew to 7-2 late in high school. Uh, had a fill into his body. Luckily, he was a wing in high school, so that's where you see that shooting come from. He was more of a shooter and stuff early in his young high school career. and It was just a cool story. His sister played at UCLA, Nicole, at Oklahoma as well. His brother played at a smaller school in Arkansas, and their dad was in the NBA, and I thought this was awesome, Josue. He roomed with Tito Horford. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard that part. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That was Because aw- I mentioned Anna. I was like, you world. could be the next – I was like, you could be the next Anna Horford, you know, sister with a show here on the network. She was and, pretty uh, good on the mic, I will say. Yeah, and, and she said, oh, my dad roomed with Tito. We know the Horfords well. They yeah. grew up not too far from Marcus Smart, so there were some fun connections there. It was just a great conversation. Yeah, yeah she it's pretty said cool, too, because Milwaukee, like, he's still – people recognize him. He's still regarded as, you know, one of the fan favorites from that from those years. And, yeah, I thought that was Horford? pretty cool. Yeah, Horford. And then I thought it was yeah. really cool that Cornette, you know, obviously he said that uh, she's pretty sure that they were roommates. And then his his story to go overseas and how uh, his son is different. I mean, I don't want to tell the whole thing. I feel like Bobby already did. I, I'll stop right there. But, guys, seriously, tune in because um, I thought it was pretty cool, uh, the difference between uh, his father, who obviously played professionally, and the Luke Cornette that's on the Celtics. And it's uh, I think it's going to bode well for the Celtics. I'll, I'll let you guys check it out and you can see what I mean. But. Uh, two very different personalities and approaches. And, uh, of course, uh, one learned a lot from the other. So I, I think uh, it's pretty cool. I, th- I thought it's a pretty cool story. And for him to – for that kind of guy to be on the Celtics, I think obviously fans are already embracing him with, with open arms. I'll say this. He is- I, I don't know what you felt, Bob, but I, I could sense some sparks through the screen. Oh, yeah? And, some and, chemistry? Yeah. I, I, mean, I thought I felt some chemistry we can make her. Too. We can make her a co-host. I mean, that's just well, – that, that's natural. You know, you can't that, – that's not game right there. It that's just natural. felt like you guys had known each other for years. Yeah, it was good. It's good stuff. No, it was great. I mean, I like when people give in-depth answers and get into stuff and draw it. Like, I didn't even have to ask tough questions. Like, she just kind of jumped from thing to thing. You think she's and, finished – you guys, like, kind of finished each other's sentences? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> was he supposed to say sentences right He there? was supposed to fill that in. Yeah, he was supposed to. But see, like, if it was her who said that, he would have filled it right in because that, that's kind of how it was. Hey, we, we might be able to if, – if, if, if Luke gets some opportunity in the playoffs here, we might have to have her jump on. And that's what she said. She texted me after and was like, if you guys ever need someone to jump in on a podcast last minute, let me know. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, if, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait. You said she texted you after? <laughs> I thought you were wow. gonna say, wait, wait, you can just be inviting people onto the show now. Wow, so wait you guys are te- so you guys are already texting, if, huh? If we need a fill in here, if Jimmy's <laughs> if Jimmy needs a rest night, we'll we'll slide her in for Jimmy here. Oh yeah. Yo, Absolutely. great week for Bobby. Bobby Big week for never Bob. Seen someone drop this this much, right? Live? I'm assuming, right? This Bob's, was Bob's throwing was a good night texting. I, I was at the Isaiah game as a fan, the fifty three game. You up? Game, uh, what was that? Game five. I want that comeback. <laughs> He's like, who is this? Wait, which one? The, the um, I was, the, I was at the playoff one. The yeah, playoff I, one. I think yeah. I, I think you were there too for that, right? I met up with you at halftime or something. Yeah. But yeah, it, that was incredible. 
You wore it. That Obviously, year. a big stage. Yeah. That one was special too because my dad was sick at the time, and I was just kind of going to get my mind off that. And obviously, Isaiah was going through what he was going through at that time, so that was always going to have the special place in my heart. But again, tonight you could feel that something special was happening, and you, we kept talking about it in there. We we're like, "Oh, you could hit sixty, you could hit 60, but it really didn't develop until like thirty seconds left in that overtime, and things right. just went the right way there with the free throws. And credit to him, he's. He's been absolute money at the free throw line, 15 of 17, 90% this month. You got to get it done there, and he's doing it. So this was a special night. Um, I, yeah, you could just feel it. That's all I can say. Like there was, It was special in here. And, again, you'll never see something like the booze at halftime and how that first half went and then go from a 36-year-old record being that. It was just – that's the season, right? Like just the highest of highs and the lowest of lows to this group. Who knows where it's going to go. And before the season even started, like we, I don't know if we all agreed on it, but I think we all knew that he, there's another level to to Tatum and we haven't seen it all season long. I mean, we've seen spurts of it. Obviously COVID had a lot to do with that and this is it. And the time it couldn't have been any better. I mean, for the Celtics team, you know, hate it or love it. This is going to push this team. This is This gives the Celtics legitimate shot to get out of the first round to, just see what happens, right? Let's just leave it at Guys, that. Guys, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm not gonna go on a limb and say that this is gonna put them neck and neck with the top-notch teams like Philly or, or, or Brooklyn, but let's just see what happens. Let's let's see how far this Tatum, this next-level Tatum, can get this team. And of course, let's see what what Kemba looks like when eventually he comes back from his uh, rest slash healing. I don't know what to call it. I mean, I, I'm hoping that's what the majority of it. That's what it is. It's more more about rest than it is about necessarily. He's really banged up. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at some. We're gonna we'll, we'll close it up in a minute, but I want to read some. I'm just gonna read some tweets from Steve. I just searched Stevens on Twitter because I wanted to see what he said after the game. And he. What did he say after read, the game? I'll read a few tweets. I I mean I'm reading them for the first time. So Jimmy, what do you say? Brad Stevens. To be candid, I was. This must be about the start. To be candid, I was pissed. I was disappointed. We can't be like that. We can't play like that. The starts are ridiculous. That was ridiculous how we started tonight. If we want to be any good, we have to change that. So that's. Oh my God. It really was. No one yeah. scored in the first quarter but Tatum. It was unreal. Right. It's just a, just a crazy, just a crazy one. Um, here's one. He's on the way over here on the play hard scale. Talking about Aaron's knee smith while motioning far away. Oh. He's over here on the play hard scale, I guess, saying that he's at the uh, he plays extremely hard. Hundred out of a hundred. He plays harder than most, so it's hard to take him off the floor, and that's what we said. I mean, you want to stay on the he floor, you got to play there. hard. Like Absolutely. Flex Brad rope. Stevens, I'm proud of our resiliency, our resolve, our togetherness, our willingness to put aside what happened in the first half. We showed that we weren't gonna go away. Brad Stevens on Tatum. Tatum was amazing, as you know, and we needed every one of those sixty points. Um, and then one other one, um, this is a summary of his quote by uh, Jared Weiss. Steven says he told the team at halftime that the Garden crowd never boos unless they deserve it and that he appreciates the fans who stuck around because he would have left. He even said his daughter left because she had better things to do than watch them suck. <laughs> wow, that's dope. So, Okay, Brad, you didn't have to share that. I like it. Um, I am going to – oh, right. I'm going to wrap it up right this second because John texted us a hundred times, I guess, and I just looked at my phone and saw that. So we're done <laughs> here. This is every night. 
Oh, guys, hang out. Chat here. We're shooting the shit for a few minutes. Guys, let's let's make it quick. You know, five minutes. Yeah, it must be mayhem over there. So we're we're gonna head out. We got a game Sunday night. I think is it. Yeah, yeah, it's Sunday, Sunday night, night against, against the Blazers. Night afternoon, that's key. Sunday yeah, night. night game, not afternoon. So 7 to 8, 7.30. We'll see you guys after the game. Have a nice weekend.